Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. Are we vexing God's Spirit? And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30, New International Version. The reality and physical presence of Jesus Christ are manifested when the believers come together in worship and fellowship. The church is the body of Christ, and we are each member thereof. That is why Jesus says, when two or, two or three are gathered, he is there, Matthew 18, verse 20. The power of the church resides within the unity of the members. Unity in faith, unity in love, and unity in purpose. It is through the agency of the Holy Spirit that this unity is formed and maintained. Any attitude or behavior that hinders or destroys this unity is counterworking the work of the Holy Spirit and will result in him being grieved. Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians, encourages the believers not to continue grieving the Holy Spirit that seals them, guaranteeing their redemption. He urges them to check their behavior and correct their attitudes. Hear what he says about their behavior towards one another. Ephesians 4, 22-29 You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true right righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. And hear what he says regarding their attitudes towards one another, one another. Verse 31 and 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, with every form of malice, and be kind and compassionate toward one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. The Ephesians church, by the end of the first century, was reprimanded by Jesus for having lost their first love. Revelation chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its, from its place. Their attitude and behavior towards one, one another 
had so badly deteriorated, Jesus had to send a strong rebuke to them through the Apostle John. We too, brothers and sisters, need to address our attitude and behavior towards each other in the church today and in our homes, else we may be guilty of continuing to grieve God's Spirit, and that will only work for our ruin. When we continue to behave badly towards each other and hold on to a, a wrong attitude towards others, we are grieving God's Spirit. And if we are, it therefore means that the worship we give would not be acceptable to God. How can God accept our worship if we are grieving His Spirit? It is the Spirit that makes our prayers acceptable to God. He intercedes for us, Romans 8, 26 and 27. But if we are grieving Him consistently, how does that work? We do great harm to ourselves, the body of Christ, when we allow people to continue their bad behavior without seeking to correct them. The body is hurt, badly hurt, when we allow bad attitude to take root, causing division, causing division among the members. There are persons who have made up their minds to undermine their leaders, disrupt, disrupt every activity, and draw attention to themselves. These are agents of Satan. There are some who harbor grudges and try to persuade others to join them in their error. These two are early agents of Satan. That is why in the final chapter of the book, Paul seeks to highlight the reality of spiritual wickedness in high or heavenly places. The term heavenly places or heavenly realms is used several places in the book of Ephesians. In chapter 1 verse 3, it is a place where the church is enjoying great blessing in Christ. Chapter 1 verse 20, it is where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. Chapter 2 verse 6, it is where the church is seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. In chapter 3 verse 10 and chapter 6 verse 12, it is a place where the church comes in contact with spiritual powers. At present, the church is existing in two realities, physical and spiritual. Here in chapter 6 verse 12, High places or heavenly realms is another name for the location of the church itself. The spiritual powers will also manifest themselves within Christ's church. Whatever causes there to be dysfunction in the whole society and the church is a manifestation of spiritual wickedness. Some only see the obvious manifestations of demon possession as spiritual wickedness. But brothers and sisters, it is more than that, much more than that. Read the epistle again and see what Paul is saying. Any behavior and attitude cherished that is obstructing the work of the Spirit in the lives of God's people, in preventing the united operation of his church, is a manifestation of spiritual wickedness. The apostle is careful, however, to make it clear that when we see these things, we should not wrestle or fight with each other. Our fight is really with the spiritual realm. And to be involved in this fight, we must be fully suited in the whole armor of God. Ephesians 6, 10-18 But we must be careful also that the manifestation of the spiritual wickedness within the church 
does not happen through our behavior and attitude. Oh God, please help us to be fully clothed in the armor of Christ. Help us to be rooted and grounded in him. Help us to put away the behaviors and attitudes that are hindering the work of the Spirit in our lives and in your church. Amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters.